And there you have it. The head coach of the SEC champions, Steve Spurrier. He did it on the field last year with the best record in the league. He's done it for the record books in 1991. Clay Everett is out there and... Oh, he got it! And oh! Florida fans from now on will remember the 1991 team. The Lord has smiled on us all season, and that last drive, he smiled on us again. Hey there, Gator fans. Welcome to another edition, the final edition of Celebrating 91. We have had such fun remembering the 1991 Florida football first official SEC championship. This is Hayes Carlion with Graham Marsh producing, and uh, what a fun run. This has uh, really helped the summer go by quickly. It's hard to believe that the Gators will be in the swamp Saturday night. Uh, very excited for the start of a new season, and hopefully this will be a season that uh, maybe Graham and some other uh, young uh, young sports uh, broadcaster will be uh, doing a celebration podcast on thirty years down the road. I, I'll be I'll be at FAU on oh, Saturday, yeah. baby. You know, oh yeah, we'll I'll be in Gainesville yeah. to watch FAU. But, I think I'm oh, going. Yeah. I think I'm taking You're the going? kids and uh, kids and the girlfriend. She's never been to the swamp, and my kids have been. They're thirteen and eleven now. Uh, when we went, they haven't been since they were like five and three, which obviously they don't remember. So. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think we're going to head down there as well. Can't wait for it. Um, this has been so much fun. Graham, thank you for all your help uh, producing it week in and week out and uh, making sure that we are running on all cylinders. Uh, so we've reached the end. We're not going to talk too much about how the 91 season wrapped up. Um, 39-28 loss to Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, we'll go through some of it uh, for posterity's sake, I suppose, but won't won't talk too much about it. Obviously, the season was made with Florida going 7-0 and in SEC play, uh, really dominating, winning those games by an average margin of 22.5 points, uh, average scores of those games, 36.5 to 14. Um, just an amazing run. Florida also beats Florida State 14-9 to to snap that losing streak. Uh, so again, you go through it. Uh, they beat Alabama. Alabama was 17th in the country. They beat Mississippi State, who was 21st. They shut out LSU. They beat fourth-ranked Tennessee. They crush Auburn. They beat 23rd-ranked Georgia, 45-13. They beat number three FSU. Just an unbelievable year for the Gators. And it's interesting to get some perspective on the season and that final game in the Sugar Bowl. It was the first time Florida had played in the Sugar Bowl since 1974. Uh, from one of the great players on that team, linebacker Fee Bartley, Jacksonville native, uh, one of the best hitters uh, pound for pound that the Gators have ever had. And in uh, that defense that year, again, we talk about Shane and Eric Rett and Willie Jackson and the great offensive line and, 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 and deservedly so, and certainly the, the play calling of Steve Spurrier. But that defense that year was just unbelievable. We talked about Brad Culpepper and Tony McCoy manning the middle, a defensive tackle, uh, Ellis Johnson, Kevin Carter, a couple young defensive ends on that team. Uh, Harvey Thomas, Carlton Miles, Tim Polk, uh, the secondary, Will White, Larry Kennedy, so many great players. Uh, Fee Bartley among them was first team all SEC. That Gator defense led the SEC that year in rush defense, uh, 100.3 yards per game. They were tops uh, in the SEC, sixth in the nation. 
just an amazing team. Obviously, uh, the loss to Syracuse uh, kept them from playing for the national title. And again, as we talked to Fee Bartley, he kind of brings that up that, you know, I was 15 when this season happened. And just, you know, you're starting to get a sense as a sports fan uh, of things, but you don't really have a lot of savvy then. And looking back now, it's very easy to see why Florida went to New Orleans and struggled in this game. Uh, there were a lot of injuries, and and we'll get to that. Uh, um, but the other thing is I think that they went to New Orleans thinking the season was made, and they went to kind of celebrate it, not so much as a business trip. Again, Fee Bartley will jump into all that with us, but uh, the Gators didn't have Harvey Thomas in this game, defensive end, who was amazing against Florida State. They didn't have Tim Polk who was an enforcer in the middle, and Carlton Miles got hurt in the first quarter with a back injury. So all that led to uh, the world sort of being introduced to Jerome Bettis, who would obviously go on to become an NFL Hall of Famer. Jerome Bettis, 16 carries, 150 yards in this game, three touchdowns rushing in the final five minutes of this game to put it away, 39-28 for the Irish. Uh, Notre Dame, 279 rushing yards in this game. 245 came after halftime as Florida had some walk-ons in at linebacker because of all the attrition. Uh, Florida offense throws for 5-11 or 5-11 total and total offense. Um, Shane Matthews, 370 yards passing. Willie Jackson, eight catches for 148 yards, uh, but just not enough. Uh, Florida got out to a 13-0 lead in this game in the second quarter, uh, but but wilted late. So, And as always, thanks to the personal injury law firm of Harrell & Harrell for sponsoring 91, sponsoring this podcast. We really appreciate them. Holt and Julie Harrell, I've known them since high school. Great people from Jacksonville. Big enough that they can take on the large insurance companies, but small enough that when you call, they're going to know who you are. They're going to treat you like family. Hopefully you won't need them, but if you're ever injured, call Harold and Harold at 251-1111. Here is our interview with Fee Barley. Please be joined with former Gators linebacker Fee Bartley, one of the hardest hitters that I ever saw play for the Gators and a Jacksonville native. Fee, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? Very well. What... What do you remember about that 91 team? What stands out the most to you? Fun. <laughs> going, walking in every game, knowing that possibly, not possibly, knowing we pretty much going to beat everybody we played. Uh, I think our biggest wake-up call was the um, Syracuse Syracuse game. We their lost to a team we never should have lost to. But other than that, the year was just fun, just going out and just pretty much running through the SEC, SEC that year. Did you have a pretty good feeling about the team that was coming back after you guys were so good in Spurrier's first year in 90? Oh, yeah. I mean, we got a bunch of great guys that came in after um, the class after me. You had a great freshman class with Kevin Carter, um, Kennedy, that put in put in back all the missing pieces. Kevin replaced the reps that, um, that uh, Huey was getting. Kennedy came, came in and stepped in for fame, so we had this this is a great secondary, great group of guys coming back for this, for that for that um for that next year. And what was it like being part of that linebacking core? How close were you guys? All us came in together. I mean, yeah. Tim Tim part Tim West is all we passed this year. Yeah. Um, all us um, came in from um, in '87 together. Carlton Miles was just a year behind us. Um, so it was all guys that knew each other, knew knew what expected, expected, and we had all played together um, the prior two years. And what what was the biggest key for you, uh, Fee, in developing into a first team All SEC player that year? 
for me, it was, it was just doing what I was told, work, working a little hard. I wasn't the, the most physically gifted. Gift, the best thing I did was run around and strike people. And so I had to pay attention, um, do a lot of film work, and understand what the offenses were trying to do to us. And you guys defensively get off to such a great start in that Alabama game, shut them out in the swamp. Uh, what, do you, what do you remember about that game against the Crimson Tide? Um, knocking myself out on the, like the eighth. No, later on in the game was a pitch play um, to Saran Stacy. I, I, I dodged the block and I wound up getting a pretty good hit on Stacy. The ball flies up and Stacy lands on my chest. Oh, uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm laid out on 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 the, on the field for a while. But I remember going back in the game and it was just all we knew. We studied it so hard during the week. We knew what they're going to try to do to us. We were an eight man front. They were going to try to run the ball against us, and that just wasn't happening. So we're just running around, cleaning up people, and then offense just had their numbers, so we were just throwing all over the place on them. Yeah, no question about it. And then you guys, a couple weeks later, you mentioned the Syracuse sort of wake-up call. You guys then go to Mississippi State in a game played in Orlando. Uh, and Mississippi State, a ranked team at the time, and you guys hold them to seven points. Uh, then the next week you shut out LSU. Uh, then Tennessee, eighteen points. Certainly, uh, you know, no shame in that. Uh, what what kind of momentum did you guys start to get as a defense as the season went along? I mean, came to kind of getting our um, our butts handed to about by the head head, head man. Mm-hmm. We lost to Syracuse. He wasn't happy. Uh, Mississippi State came into town or came up came came down and we were kind of peed off from about a week before and so they wound up getting what what um, Syracuse should have gotten running option against us against us down there in Tampa. We get through that week and we start building momentum and start playing like we should have been playing in that game. So if you you can you can blame you can lay those next three um, weeks on Coach Spurrier not being happy with the defense. In which he seldom yelled at us, but that's one time he was not happy with us at all. And then you guys, this is back in the day where Florida used to play Auburn and Georgia in back-to-back Saturdays, and it was such a, a brutal, uh, you know, week for for the program. Traditionally, uh, the the school hadn't handled it all that well, but you guys destroy them both: Auburn thirty-one ten, and then Georgia forty-five thirteen. Uh, what what do you remember about either one of those games, and what was it like for you as a Jacksonville kid coming back to to Jacksonville and thumping the Bulldogs? I mean, the games, those games are always big games. You got to get up every week for them. Um, for me, as a Jacksonville kid, beating Georgia is, is all I ever thought of. My, one of my first games ever going to, other than Florida and playing South Carolina, and always was that Orange Blossom Class Classic was the Florida Georgia game, where I work, actually worked at the game once, um, parking cars, once in the stands, just to get in to watch. And then for me as um, a Duval, Jackson, a Jacksonville kid, to being able to go play in that game and actually beat Georgia meant a lot for me, all, all four of my years there. You guys end up that year, uh, this is remarkable, I think, <clears throat> beating Alabama, LSU, Auburn, Georgia, and Florida State. Uh, that's about as good as it gets in terms of the rivals. Oh, yeah. We, we got everybody that year. What do you remember about the 14-9 to uh, victory over the Knowles in the Swamp? It being a uh, closer game than it should it should have been. I remember walking in the game. We knew what they were going to try to do. They had just, I think, lost to Miami, so they were down, and so we wanted to go in the game and keep them down, make sure they make sure they didn't have a good year by by revenging themselves by not getting revenge, making themselves feel better about beating the Gators. So we just went in there. We wanted to win this game. We knew it was late, um, lying down the road, so we just went and laid it on them and. 
and luckily we got out of 14 to 9. Yeah, absolutely. And and in terms of moment, there were so many spectacular moments uh, from this season. But I would imagine that one of them has to be uh, you guys beat Kentucky seven and zero in SEC play. You've won a conference title that that they can't take away. What was that moment like? I know Kentucky came back and, and made it closer than you guys would have liked. But once once you you had gotten sort of beyond that, what was it like coming back on the field and having Coach Spurrier address the fans? Oh, that was great. That was the first supposed legitimate SEC channel um, championship after win. What we had three taken away from us. Yeah, 80, 84, 90, and uh, I think one other one in eighty five. Yeah, in eighty five. Those. I mean, that was that was just great to actually get a get a ring that ring that that everybody recognized that we were the champions of the SEC, and, and and for us to go through and beat the teams like we did that year was just great. <clears throat> Yeah, no question about it. And then the other thing that that stands out to me is you mentioned uh, all the the players you guys had at every level, but Culpepper and McCoy that must have been fun playing linebacker uh, behind those guys. How how important were Culpepper and McCoy to what you guys did? I mean, I was talking. I was on Shane's show the other day, and we were talking about it. it's like you look up. You got Tony McCoy up front. You got Brad uh, making a bunch of noise up front. You had Huey Richardson at one end. Yeah, Mark Murray at the other end. Um, you had uh, young, uh, Kevin Carter at one end. And you know, as a linebacker, they're keeping you clean. Everything's open. So you got free outlets. Your job is go go strike somebody, go strike somebody and make a play. So that's allowed me, Tim, Tim, Tim Paul, C. Miles, Garfield, all of us to be able to run around and make tackles that um, clean that we instead of having to wrestle with big fat linemen all day. What was it like going to the the Sugar Bowl? I know it wasn't the result that that you guys wanted, but you guys had already accomplished so much. Uh, what was sort of the mindset going into that game, and uh, and what do you remember about that trip to New Orleans? Hurricanes. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that, 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 <laughs> that game was like everybody's running around talking about what could have been. Right. I mean, the, the, what kept us there? The only reason we were there is because we lost to Syracuse. Right. It was like let down. What are we gonna do? Let's go out here and try to and try. But I I don't know what the mindset was because I, it just didn't turn out the way we wanted it to. It was a bad mindset walking in the game. Too much woulda coulda been instead of focusing on making a statement to get out of getting getting out of college. Yeah, and and again, you guys had you know correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys had a lot of attrition in that game too defensively. Correct. Oh, if you can call it a trick. Yeah, I mean, we had we had some guys that were out for various reasons. Yeah. Um, l- lack of focus. So we can't blame it all on nutrition, but it just and part of the guys' reason some of the guys were out were lack of focus, a lot, and lack of preparation for that game. Fee, how much do you think the championship that you guys won in '91? How much do you think that that helped kind of spark the the dynasty that Spurrier built in terms of winning so many SEC titles and obviously the the national title in '96. I think the, what happened is a, is a long it was a long process started starting the hall hall with our class class after him and him binding together then it, then it culminates with Steve Spurrier walking in walking in the um walking in the locker room and his mindset we don't think we're going to win we're going out to win God bless us we go, we will win but we're going out out here to win but prior other staffs were great guys but it was always maybe if we do this. If the clock set at 12 and we uh, lace our britches up or whatever, we might win. Steve was like, let's go out here and win. This is how we're going to win. This is what I want you to do. This is how we're going to do it. Let's go out and do it. And that attitude permeated for the team and developed 
what, what the biggest thing in any football team is confidence. When you have confidence you, that in what you've been taught, how you're supposed to execute it in the game plan you're going to execute, you, you, it's hard to beat a team like that. And that's, that was the biggest thing Steve brought to the University of Florida. The, the confidence that we can win and all that stuff that happened in the past is just, was just in the past. What's one of your fonder memories of, of Coach Spurrier? Just him. Mm-hmm. This is attitude, his bluntness, how he talked to everybody. It's like, don't ask Steve something if you don't want the truth. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask him how you play because he's going to tell you the truth. But then he's going to joke with you and you'll have a good time and have a good time with you. And what was the give and take that you guys had with the offense? Uh, it was Shane and, and, and the receivers and Eric Redd. What, what was that like? We had actually going into the season, we were worried about worried about them. Um, putting up putting up points, and then they wound up was it hung fifty on Oklahoma State, <laughs> which was crazy. But, right. but in practice, is always a good rivalry. Red rent ran his mouth from the moment he walked in the in the gates to the moment we walked out of the gates during practice. <laughs> we trying we trying to run drills. Rent's running to the end zone, and, and talking trash how he ran through all of us. And so we wound up having to pop on Red, Red a little bit. <laughs> you know, practice was always fun. It was, it was, it was Steve got there, was especially with the add of passing game, it was more competitive. The offense won a couple of downs where, where the previous they weren't winning much down, many downs against on good on good when we practice when we practice. Do you have a, a big hit or a play that that stands out to you the most uh, from your time as a Gator? Um, we all stand out. Every game I played in, I enjoyed. Every play I was able to make, lucky to be out there. So everything, the whole thing runs together as one big happy time. I mean, we, it wasn't all great, but the whole the four years I was there playing was just all it was just a great time for me. Great stuff. Well, Fee Barley is is a Gator fan that was 15 years old that season and was in the stadium uh, for a lot of those wins. Uh, thank you so much for your contributions because that was one of the the best seasons I've ever had as a sports fan, seeing you guys win that first ever official SEC title. So thank you so much, man. I really appreciate your time. All right. You have a great day, sir. All right, Fee. Take care. Appreciate Fee's time. A lot of great stories there. I uh, loved what he said about what was on the uh, the team's mindset going to New Orleans. Hurricanes. Yes, I uh, just went to New Orleans for a uh, – Jaguar preseason game and hurricanes were our, on our mind as well. Um, but appreciate Fee Bartley's perspective on everything uh, from the 91 season and uh, certainly his contributions to the Florida football program that were uh, nothing short of outstanding and, and gave us tons of enjoyment. And we certainly appreciate that. Again, the Gators lose 39 28 to Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, boy, frustrating game. Uh, Florida got inside the Notre Dame 20. Seven times, one touchdown, five field goals by Arden Shashevsky, and uh, just couldn't get it done. But uh, but again, any season where you beat Alabama, LSU, Tennessee, Auburn, Georgia, and Florida State is one that is uh, deserved of being remembered and uh, winning the first SEC title uh, ever in school history that they could keep. Uh, a big, big moment, able to put those ghosts from 1984 1985 and 1990 fully behind them and uh, Florida was able to join basically the rest of the conference and saying yes we've won the SEC it was just Florida and Vanderbilt which is still just so stunning to believe that Florida and Vanderbilt were the only two schools by this point 
they had yet to win an SEC title. But uh, that is going to do it. I want to thank everybody that's joined us throughout Celebrating 91. And again, you can go find these episodes uh, if you've missed any of them. Um, but just going down the line, I want to thank Frank Frangi, Gene Fournette, Shane Matthews, Ron Zook, Eric Rett, Cal Dixon, Dan Hicken, Steve Spurrier, Pat Dooley, Charlie Strong, and Fee Bartley for joining us to share their memories and perspective of either playing for, coaching, or covering the 91 Gators. I want to th- once again thank Graham uh, Marsh for producing this with me. I want to thank the personal injury law firm of Harold and Harold for sponsoring it. Holton Julie Harold are going to take great care of you. Jacksonville firm through and through. And uh, again, their insurance companies want to wait you out and and they want to out ammunition you. Harold and Harold isn't going to allow them to do that. They're big enough to fight that off, but again, small enough that. They're going to know who you are. Uh, they are going to treat you like family. You couldn't be in better hands. Hopefully you won't need them. But if you're ever injured, call Harold and Harold at 251-1111. That's 251-1111. This is Hayes Carlion signing off on Celebrating 91. Go Gators and enjoy the season.